2: Hope you had a wonderful weekend. It is Sunday afternoon here between 4 to 5 p.m. for the Tamar Yonah Show here on Israel News Talk Radio. We are live if you're listening between that time or if it's between 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. That means that we are live. You can call into the show with any comments or questions you have on the topics that we are talking about. And today, oh, a mouthful. The second law of thermodynamics. Also, we'll be talking about the New York Rats. That's not a baseball team, by the way. Trump's meeting with West, Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. China, Iran sparks. Parallel explosions of anger. And U.S. military. Uh, All this is coming up in the show. Our guest today is Dr. Mordecai Ben-Manachem. He's a researcher, former lecturer at ben gurion University, and has offered, authored over 90 books now and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Middle Eastern world issues. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Manachem. Thank you. All right. What do you want to start out with? We, I think we should talk. open up first with what's happening here in Israel because we didn't put well, that on the just, topic. Uh,
3: just, let, me, let, let me just start with uh, what I'm you know, what, what talking about when I say the, the second law of thermodynamics okay. here. Yes, so just a just a brief comment. Um, anybody who's not familiar with the physics, it's a Newton's law. Um, basically, it says that every natural system tends to move towards entropy, towards chaos, towards uh, 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 a lack of order. And so, what I want to we we'll, we'll be talking a little bit about uh, the financial systems in the world. An entire financial system is in a state of question mark. The 50-year fiat money experiment seems to be nearing the, the largest crisis that it, it has seen since it began, maybe even more than that because it, we, we should go back in farther than 40, 50 years to Bretton Woods. That will make it 70 years. The price of money is now completely unpredictable. Bloated debt rates and average inflation-leading interest rates. Is money debasement the only choice that central bankers have, it's a period of the everything bubble, we're seeing bubbles in crypto, bubbles in stock markets, bubbles in uh, in, uh, bonds, et cetera, et cetera, in, in real estate, even in things like watch collections. The fiat system has a major issue. The U.S. has doubled the money supply in its system in the past two years. That has never happened in the history of humanity, doubling the quantity of money, the supply of money in the system in less, in, in just two years, actually less than two years because Biden, Biden administration has not been in there quite two years. It's, I think, one month less, one and a half months less. So this is a very questionable situation. What, what did you want to say about, about Israel before we get into? Uh, some of the uh, some of these real issues
2: here. Well, I thought we should just give an update of what's going on here with the after the elections. We still don't have a government. N- Netanyahu is still negotiating with some of the parties in order to make them happy enough that they're going to be able to say, "Okay, we're joining the government, and we have uh, we, we support it and 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 get going here." So, uh, yeah, but that's
3: pretty normal. I mean, nothing here is out of the ordinary. Um, these things take time. You have uh, uh, um, um, uh, uh, several different parties, one of which is the main party, which has uh, two-thirds of all of the votes, but nonetheless, you have to make all of the smaller parties happy. So this takes time. This always takes time.
2: So I just want to give everybody maybe an update of, of what's going on because they are listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> and so... Um, Right now, uh, deals have been made with the um, Otzma UD, the Jewish Power Party, the religious Zionists. I should just say, also Smotrich. They've been all been given ministries, and uh, just as very, very brief. Uh, Itamar Ben-Kavir, who's looked at by the left as an extremist, which he's not, I don't believe he's an extremist, he's, but he is right-wing, and he's going to be implementing right-wing religious policy. He has gotten the portfolio of the Interior uh, Security Minister. He's going to be working with the police and uh, the internal security services here for the country in order to make the streets and neighborhoods and cities, etc., safer. Do you want to add anything before I move on? I, I would agree with you that he's probably not as extreme as the left tries to
3: to uh, 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 portray him. I just think he's a jerk. I just think he's he has a big mouth and he doesn't know how to control himself. I don't think he's a good person to have in the in the in the public in the public sphere. But I, you don't just, think that Ben Kavir is
2: is good to have in the public sphere?
3: No, I don't. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's the right kind of a person for that job. I, I, I mean, I, I don't dis- necessarily disagree with his policies. He says some things that are reasonable, but he says them in an unreasonable manner. I don't think he's polite. I think the public sphere deserves to
2: have people who know how to act.
3: Decorously. okay but
2: that's the opinion okay and i and i'm going to respectfully disagree with your opinion i think that i think that he has learned to really talk much better than when he used to before he was into politics when he was just a lawyer and he was an act jewish activist i think he knows how to talk to people i think he knows how and i think every interview i've seen with him I don't know, everyone, because when, when things are hot in the streets, he might be uh, talking in a louder voice and, and more forcefully. But I think he's doing a really uh, good job in the sense that people feel that he's strong and that he's going to put his foot down and not going to keep uh, limiting our soldiers and how they can respond, tying their hands behind, behind their back and our police, etc. But we're going to move on.
3: That last statement. I, I think okay. he will be more, much more forceful than we've seen over the past Few years, and I think that's a positive step. Okay. Again, I'm talking about decorum. I'm not talking
2: about policies. Okay. And he says also that we've got to have the backs of our soldier of our security forces. All right. Moving on, uh, Smotrich who uh was uh, they their their two parties joined together he has gotten the financial he's the financial finance minister now which is a big big job it's one that and I'm very pleased with that by the way and, and and usually people hate the finance minister because nobody ever gets as much money as they want he's going to dole out the money to the different place this is you know he's he's going to do the budgeting etc and uh, so it's going to be interesting what he does there he was uh, under a, a big attack on the radio this morning here in Israel they were trying to ask him all these questions to try to trap him into things and i think that he was very calm he was very polite and, uh, and i think that hopefully he uh, he he I think he made a good impression. Let's put it that way. We'll see what happens with that.
3: Uh, I and hear, he, I didn't hear that interview, but I would say okay. that for two reasons, I'm pleased that he got that ministry. Yes. A because I think he does have potential to uh, to serve in a long term manner. I don't know for how long, but I, I think he does have potential, and that's a ministry that allows a person if he's smart enough to it'll. It's a formative ministry. We saw, for instance, how. Uh, Lapide was a complete failure in that ministry. So it, it's a ministry that is, it, it, it is a milestone for, for a politician. And if okay. he does a good job, and I hope, we, and certainly hope, I, I, I not only I hope he does, I hope everybody hopes that he does because it's good for the country. And if he does go, do a good job, that'll be something that um, um, we all need right now because the previous
2: government did a terrible job in finance. They did a terrible job in a lot of things, the previous government. And I think that even some on the left are even hoping uh, for the success of this government. Because whether you're left or right, everybody wants to have security. Everybody wants to have a better standard of living and uh, all these things that, uh, better education, etc. And there's a lot of talk in the news about the education, too. That's what they were trying to attack uh, uh, uh well, I should say the religious Zionist party, but we're not going to go into that right now. But it's the, the the in in short, the government is starting to look like it's going towards the end to be formed. Uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu is now dealing with the ultra religious. I don't know, I don't know a better word. The Haredi parties, and uh, after that, I hope I hope to hear good news that we're going to have a, a government that's now going to get on its feet and and start the way.
3: All right. I agree. I agree. But generally speaking, the, the the discussions with the with with those two um, the so called Haredi parties is generally more simple. Their demands are pretty much known in ahead ahead of time. So and they're reasonable demands. They're professionals. They know what they're doing.
2: Okay. So saying that. Uh... There's also the story about Kanye West and this interview with Alex Jones. I know I had listeners writing in saying we um, they wanted us to cover that as well. Let we me put. it but
3: I, I'd like to I'd like to talk about New York first before we get to that.
2: Okay, we we can, but we're almost at a break. We have like another minute and a half to the break, so I just want to say this to all of our listeners: in Israel, most of the Jews, I would most of these us Israelis, I would say, are not. It's not the big news story here. We're at home. We're building our country. We're building our future. And it. I. my feeling is, and you can feel free to call in and agree or disagree with me. That's fine. We respect everybody. Uh, that uh, this is an issue for diaspora Jews who are wanting to remain in the exile. And therefore, they are worried about anti-Semitism and what the non-Jews think of them. And if they're going to be attacked and if they're going to be able to continue to have their comfortable lives there, or even if it's a life that's not so comfortable, it's still familiar and they don't want to get up and and leave and, and come to Israel and make a future and join their people here. And this is an issue that is very much on the minds of our Jewish brothers and sisters and others in the diaspora. And uh, so my, my advice to you is we can dissect and talk about the anti-Semitism and what Kanye West said and how Alex Jones responded and et cetera, et cetera. But the answer is Aliyah, come home to Israel. This is where the future of the Jewish people is and will be, and it's prophesized as so. All right, we're going to be right back. We'll get more on this later.
4: Hello listeners, my name is Gila Perach Hirsch, and I live in Israel, and I love it here, because in Israel, I can feel the hand of God brushing my cheek.
3: Hi, my name is Arnie, I'm from Jerusalem, and I love Israel because it's my happy place.
4: My name is Hannah, what Israel represents for me, freedom to be who I am,
1: and all the other amazing things that small country had accomplished. It just makes me so proud. Thank you, Israel.
0: Hi! My name is Morris Klein from Melbourne, Australia,
3: and I love Israel because I'm Yisrael Chai.
1: Hi, this is Michal from London, originally Nana Tanya. The reason I love Israel, I would
4: probably say Israel, where every Jew feels at home.
0: Hello, this is Harold from Jerusalem, Israel. I love living in Israel because my inside life and my outside life are one and the same, and they blend smoothly and uniformly with each other.
5: One minute of Torah, a question of priorities. That's what much of life boils down to. What should I spend my money on? What's worth waking up early for? Where should we live? What should I do in my free time? Which school should we send our children to? Our forefather Jacob models for us how to decide the answer to these questions in this week's Torah portion, Vayishlach, says the Torah. And Jacob traveled to Sukkot and built for himself a house. And for his cattle, he made boots. When it comes to matters concerning us, our true self, which is our soul, we give it proper respect. For godliness, we build a home. For Torah and Mitzvot, we invest our time, efforts, and finances. When it comes to material matters, which are all those things we share in common with animals, such as eating, sleeping, playing, for those, we don't give the best of our energy and money. The equivalent of a simple basic shed is enough for those lesser important matters. We will invest in them only as much as necessary to be able to focus on the real reason why we were sent to this world. In short, we will give the maximum for our spiritual life and the minimum for our physical if you're into our of Torah, this is Kavazikovich.
2: All right, we are back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And uh, we are with Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, and he is here talking to us about all sorts of different topics. And we're going to go first right now to New York milestones. Rats, go ahead.
3: <laughs> okay, the city. Uh, yeah, just as as an aside, I, I, and people who know me for a long time know that my general comment about New York is: people ask me where was I born, and I would and my reply is. I was born in New York City, but I was very small, and no one asked my opinion. So that sort of qualifies my, what my general thinking about the city is. The city with the world's most impolite population now has a new milestone. All seven major crime categories saw an overall increase of 36.8% in 2022. This is led by larceny, the car thefts, robberies, 40% rise in murders, sexual assaults up, you ready for this number? three hundred twenty two percent from last year Oh, that's I, I i can't even even the word appalling is is not is is insufficient for that for that number i think sexual that's assaults like... up three hundred and twenty two percent now you need to understand the new york city that new york city reduced its its budget to the to the nypd the new york police department by half a billion dollars to only $4.6 billion. In addition to that, another $2.1 billion for the fire department. So uh, so-called safety issues have a total budget in the city of New York, just a city, of nearly $7 billion. It's a phenomenal number, I mean, unbelievable number. The city with some of the world's worst stats for homeless, for alcohol, drugs. And general filth, one of the dirtiest cities that I have ever had the misfortune to visit in my life. Luckily, the last visit I was there was, I think, in 1996 or 97, something like that. It now has a new milestone. The mayor of New York has now announced that they have the, 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 the world's largest urban rat population. I'm so, I mean, they must be so proud, New Yorkers, of their new milestone. The Democratic Party during the last two years spent trillions on what they called infrastructure, none of which builds roads or refurbishes infrastructure. And then they blame the rats on COVID. What the connection between COVID and rats, I, I'll leave that with the mayor of New York, because that is certainly well beyond science, and I'm just a scientist. Because
2: the rats weren't vaxxed. <laughs> Sorry? Because the rats weren't vaxxed. Oh, I'm um, so oh yeah, so so they so they
3: reproduce more, more quickly. I I see. All I can say about that is thank God that I live in one of the world's cleanest cities. Jerusalem, people that have never visited Jerusalem just can't imagine the difference between a place like New York and a place like Jerusalem. I mean I'm, here they even wash the
2: sidewalks.
3: Okay. Okay. I,
2: I, 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 <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that, but okay.
3: <laughs> and this is a country where, you know, we live in a desert. I mean, a, there's a lack of water, but we use it for cleanliness. Okay. Um I I,
2: I, 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 I have to say here, I have to, I have to insert here that I don't see what you see. I, I think that we have a lot of room for improvement in cleanliness here in the city and in Israel bihlal uh, uh, at all. But but okay, I'm I'm happy I'm happy to always hear your room positive. For
3: improvement. I certainly agree with you. Okay. That doesn't mean that it's not Okay. Comparatively much better than any place that I visited in Europe or in the United States. Okay. There's always room for improvement for, for human beings. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the to the to the. Um, uh, I don't consider the, the 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 rat situation in New York to be uh, 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 enormously important. I, I think it's enormously fascinating, but it's not enormously important. It does add somewhat to my first comment about the world moving towards uh, uh, towards more entropy. I mean, uh, 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 a third world New York is certainly an issue of chaos, of an increase in chaos. Now, I don't know how New Yorkers can possibly live live in that city, but it's just beyond my ken. Okay, let's talk about Trump. Um, I, I'm going to start with something a very simplistic statement. It's very clear from any observer. I, I, I had no knowledge of this this West guy until his interview with um, uh, 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 Tucker Carlson a few weeks ago. I was enormously impressed with his uh, uh, almost total lack of intellect. I found the man to be dull, inarticulate, and basically dumb. I mean, ignorant of basic facts. And now um, this is This is just continuing. Look, anybody with his skin color who calls himself a Nazi is at best ludicrous. Clearly, the man is clinically insane and can be safely ignored as a pathetic cripple. Any one of Hitler's minions or Hitler himself would gleefully have slit his throat in in a microsecond because they...
2: Hate people of that skin color. Yeah, that's but it. you know the Nazis have brought a lot to the table. Hitler brought a lot to the table. That's what he was saying.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I, as I said, the man is clinically insane. I'm, I'm not even going to bother to it, it, comment it, it, on it the is content insane, yeah. of what he's saying. It
2: is insane. He, or or and completely not, ignorant. Not, yes. You know, okay. He's obviously
3: looking for his marbles under under the streetlight. I mean, you know, <laughs> forget it. All right. Now the other guy, on the other hand, that's something else altogether. Um. This guy Fuentes, whatever he, have you pronounce his name? I don't know, I'm not sure how to pronounce it correctly. Um, he doesn't have that excuse. I don't think he's insane. I think he's just a terrible person. But what's more important than the person himself are these are the two issues that are actually the real issues here. On the one hand, the issue of the U.S. First Amendment, the, 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 the issue of freedom of speech, which is sublimely important. However, any country or people that has a free speech concept, and thank God both the United States and Israel have this concept, but when a country has such a construct they have a heightened responsibility to to oppose and express how appalled they are when somebody uses the, the, this freedom in a barbaric manner to corrupt society and to damage the society in which he is, in which he resides. It it is the old, the old expression of can, can, does does freedom of speech cover shouting fire in a crowded theater when you're going to uh, 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 cause a stampede and, and harm people? Clearly, that's not the intention of freedom of speech. So that's the first issue here, the first real issue. First real issue is what are the limitations to freedom of speech can this creep, Shuentes or whatever, however he pronounce his name, can he get away with saying these horrible things that he's been saying, which are really devoid of any facts? He just makes things up as he goes along, mostly because he hasn't, probably doesn't have the, the intelligence to open up a book. But the other, says, the other question here is Mr. Trump himself. Anyone who's familiar with me knows that I have been a supporter of Mr. Trump for quite some time. Um, But Trump here failed. Now Trump has excused himself by saying he didn't know who the guy is. I don't think that's a really uh, a, a, a reasonable excuse. And if it is a reasonable excuse, at the very least, Trump needs to issue a very profound apology. As far as i'm aware he has not apologized i might be wrong on that and if i am i apologize i apologize myself but as far as i'm aware all he did was say he didn't know who this guy was
2: and That's, i i, I want to uh, insert here that is this is not just an apology to the jewish people but apology to all americans because the nazis wanted to kill blacks they, anybody who wasn't Air, who wasn't Aryan, they were second class citizens or dead, and they and, and killed so just, thousands of Americans. They wanted to take over the world, it. right? So uh, this is an affront to all Americans, all freedom loving people, all good and decent people.
3: And, and it's more than that, actually. Yeah, I, certainly you're correct, but it's even more than that because people need to remember the concept of canary in a coal mine. It's, as, as uh, 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 banal as that may sound to some people it does work it is, a, it is true when the Jews are attacked there is never time wasted before others are attacked as well never we can look back at history the last 2,000 years of history whenever somebody got up to start confronting the Jews they were next in line And so it's not just apologizing to the Jews, as you said. It's not just apologizing to, I don't know, people of color, people of sexual orientation, people of of Slavic uh, uh, origin. I don't know what. This is a person, this is a concept, this is a philosophy, which means only one thing, a very large quantity of very dead people and a lot of pain and suffering. And nobody deserves that.
2: And Jews themselves should wake up and remember the uh, symptoms of genocide. And it always comes with uh, anti-Semitism first, and then the Jews go in denial yes they don't because they don't want to pick up and move and life is hard and the truth is hard to accept but it's time for the Jewish people to come home God gave us the modern state of Israel back in 1948 we can come on the wings of eagles airplanes with all of your blessings sell your home sell your cars come with whatever you can you know English you have an education you will make it here you nobody's starving in Israel We don't have a homeless problem here in Israel like you do in the United States even. Come home. This is your wake-up call. We're going to be right back, everybody. You
5: think you can get real news about Israel from major news sources located far away from Israel? Think again. Get it from the source. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight up. Free.
0: major depressive disorder is a debilitating disease affecting millions of people around the world. Depression is often treated with medication, but finding the right drug and dosage can take time. Individual responses to drugs vary, and the majority of patients have to try different medications before finding the right drug for them. An Israeli really company called Genetica Plus is working on what they say is a personalized medical testing tool to treat depression by helping physicians find the best drug therapy for their patients. The approach uses a blood test to help predict the best drug treatment for each patient. Available drugs are analyzed against biomarkers in the patient's blood, saving physicians time and improving patient outcomes. For more information on the high tech world today, visit IsraelTechTalk.com. With your INTR Tech Minute, I'm Baba Aiello.
2: Shalom, this is Nadia Matar from the Sovereignty Movement. At a time when there is so much disinformation, you have to know who to listen to, to know what really is going on in Israel. Israel News Talk Radio is the radio where you can know that what you hear is the truth.
0: Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel.
2: We are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are live if you want to call in. Our numbers are on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are live, if you're listening to us, on Sunday afternoon be- between 4 to 5 p.m. holy time right here in the land of Israel, or if it's between 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time that on Sunday. That means that we are live. Otherwise, you're listening to this on a rebroadcast. We're speaking with Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, and we're going to go now to talk about China, Iran, etc. Go ahead. Okay. Look,
3: I, I, I hope everybody is aware of what's going on in China and Iran, because these are very, very momentous times, very momentous events. Uh, in China, it was uh, uh, um, ignited, I'm sorry to use that word, by a massive fire in a in a high-rise apartment house, but the apartment house was locked down, and the firemen could not reach it in time, and people were burned to death. And the Chinese citizenry um, in that city just simply had enough of these lockdowns. And the fascinating part was that these demonstrations then very rapidly spread throughout the country to all big cities, whether it's Beijing, Shanghai, Wuhan, etc. All of the large cities of China have been having now massive demonstrations, even larger than what we saw 30 years ago at Tiananmen Square it's very moment.
2: Power to the people. And they were screaming also, this started in Wuhan. It's going to end in Wuhan. No, it's sad.
3: I'm screaming a lot of other things as well. Um, uh, 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 Xi Jinping just received a third term. And one of the demands that we're hearing is resign. This has never happened before in communist China. These are very strong de- de- demonstrations.
2: Well, if I were and Chinese, I would sens- say the, the Messiah is coming. <laughs>
3: And the same thing we're seeing now in Iran. These two are the are the two most authoritative, most brutal countries in the world. Just to give you a a, put that expression brutality in context, the Shah of Iran was deposed because he was accused of killing two thousand eight hundred people. The Iranian regime of today has killed more than that number every year for the last forty years. He killed a total to, the their claim a total of 2800 in 30 years of rule in 40 years of rule the bureaucrats have killed more than that number every year. Just terrible. So this is terrible the, the demonstrations were here were begun with with the murder of Masha Amini uh who was a kurd and of course the uh uh the uh, the, the the Persians remember Iran is 50% Persian 50% Various minorities, one of the minorities is the Kurdish minority, and they're being slaughtered in massive numbers, including inten- an intentional targeting of children to punish parents. I don't think a lot of people are aware of how awful this really is. Biden said when he first came to to, the, to into office, and I'm quoting, diplomacy is back. Integrity is in all you do, standing up for democracy and human rights around the world. That's what Biden said. Where is Biden now? He's not said anything of consequence about China, Iran, Venezuela. You know this expression, where have all the flowers gone? Nobody is fooled anymore by U.S. posturing. Where is Reagan's brave Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall? Where is the American government? They are supposed to be a, 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 a beacon of hope, a beacon of freedom. They are totally failed in, this, in, this, in, in, in both of these cases, in China and Iran. This is terrible. This is one of the worst things that the Biden administration is guilty of, as far as I'm concerned, is they have failed humanity. Not just failed America. They have failed humanity.
2: Yeah, well, I'd, I, you know, it's my opinion that it's it's not even like a Biden administration. It's just the left because Biden is not even home; <laughs> he's out to lunch. I don't know where he is. It's this is the left that's taken over a leftist agenda, globalism. Who cares about America and nationalism? They want to destroy that. They despise and na- nations, nation states, and they want to have a global one-world government and uh, and bring in their leftist agenda
3: you're right i'm I'm afraid i'm afraid i'm sorry to have to say that but you're right i wish i could disagree i can't disagree it's just not possible it's not reasonable but you're right i mean these these we do not know who is running the biden administration we have this handle calling it the biden administration because he's the titular head of it but we don't really know who's running it is maybe is it jill is his wife maybe it's his I don't know. Maybe it's Hunter. I don't know. Maybe Nobody, knows. Obama, Nobody
2: knows. Maybe Clinton's. Who knows?
3: We don't know. But let's go on to some lessons. What lessons can we learn from what's going on? Let's start with China. China invented and fomented the COVID virus. Now it's, it's, they are its prime victim. Tens of thousands of cases per day. Some say maybe in as much as forty or 50,000 cases per day of infections what we've learned here is that war, viral war biological warfare with viruses simply does not work because the viruses tend to evolve tend to change and it backfires on the people who released it and there's no way of controlling it it's totally out of control in uh, in china second lesson is authoritarians can always find citizens who will be willing and eager to beat, kill, and coerce their fellow citizens. Just as an example, Mr. White House Kirby, the president is not going to speak for protesters around the world. An amazing and totally embarrassing statement. And lesson number three, coercion alone cannot succeed in cowing a youth cohort that has simply had enough. A gentleman, in uh, uh, an Iranian uh, expatriate dissident, the name of Mohsen Ranani, said, floods cannot be stopped with gunfire. You cannot stop a flood with gunfire. The government is trying to stop a flood by shooting at it, thinking that bullets can stop the deadly torrent. At the same time, intellectuals are standing behind the flood and trying to direct it. I, I understand there's a caller.
2: Yes, we have Tar calling in from the Occupied Territories of Kansas. <laughs> Hi there, Tar. What's your comment or question for us here at Israel News Talk Radio?
1: Hi, Tamar. Uh, yes. Uh, I just wanted to comment what y'all were talking about uh, on America and how they uh, are, cannot will not stand up and support humanity anymore. Uh, there are a lot of Americans that do, but yes, it is the uh, the... The democratic uh, leftist uh, that is really uh, driving this new uh, idea of, of America, but it, it comes down to not only America is becoming weak, uh, so is Russia and China. Uh, the three major players of the world are—they're going down. They are—they are slowly going to destroy themselves. But so is all of Europe. So are all of the major players in the past, England, France, Germany, uh, Canada. It's just uh, we're all going down. And uh, it's just obvious that Israel is rising to the top. And it's just a uh, prophecy, you know, of the end times happening. Uh, I don't know how long it will take, but it's, that's just where I see it's going. I completely uh, agree be, with you. Um, you
3: know, I, as I said England I was talking about. The second law of thermodynamics, systems are going towards entropy. We're moving towards a, a situation of chaos. You're absolutely correct.
2: All right, Tar, thanks so much for your call. Really appreciate you calling okay, in. Thank you. Be well. Yeah, it certainly does look like uh, we're having a turn in history here, and a lot of people, if they believe in God, they a lot of people are thinking, it's time for the Messiah, it's time for the Mashiach a redempt- well, time for uh, redemption it, it, it
3: certainly is time and well, we certainly do need him right now
2: all right so in the last uh few minutes that we have where do you want to go let's let's talk a little bit
3: about the u.s military we don't have a lot of time but maybe we can we can just discuss a few things that are going on here now um these are really fascinating things that are happening i've been listening a great deal to uh, uh, Douglas McGregor, if people are familiar with, with the name, uh, a, a, a very senior uh, uh, officer, a, a former officer and a retired officer in the American Army, highly intelligent, highly educated, very knowledgeable, a person with a tremendous amount of real world field experience. And also to uh, another gentleman by the name of uh, Scott Ritter, who also uh, was in, a, in an intelligence role in American, in American military. And, and a few others that, I, that, I, that I've been listening to, as well as comments, commenters from around the world. And we need to understand what's going on here. Millie, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Millie Miley, whatever, however you pronounce his name, I apologize. Uh, he, he's pretty much running scared. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what to do. What's happening, the American military right now has insufficient fuel, insufficient spare parts insufficient soldiers, insufficient ammunition uh, Ammunition, sorry, for any confrontation with any pure military, and certainly not with Russia or China. Whereas the American military is not in any sense a deterrent. In terms of the war in Ukraine, Russia went into Ukraine originally with 110,000 troops, thinking Putin was incorrect. He, Misread the the, the intelligence reports. That happens with the best of people. He misread them and he said, okay, their fellow Slavs, we don't want to hurt them too badly. We just want to make them stop killing the ethnic Russians in the eastern part of Ukraine. People aren't aware of it, but 18,000 Russians were killed between 2014 and 2022 by the Ukrainian government and by the um, a Nazi Azov battalion. So Russia wanted to stop that. He figured it was a police action. He sent in 110,000 troops. He was wrong. He knows today that he was wrong. He's fixing it. Russia now has 700,000 troops on the ground in the, in Ukraine. 700,000. To understand what this means, Ukraine has already lost more than 100,000 dead and many times that amount, seriously wounded people. Ukraine does not have the manpower, the human power to continue fighting for much longer. Ukraine fires 7,000 shells per day. Russia fires 20,000 shells per day. The U.S. has now resorted to buying shells from South Korea because they don't have the manufacturing capacity to supply Ukraine. As I mentioned last week, Ukraine uses 7,000 per day. American manufacturers, 15,000 per month of 155 millimeter artillery shells. But these 100,000 shells that they bought from South Korea are good for 14 days. Then what? Where are they going to get the rest? So Miley now is running scared. He's told his, uh, his, his political bosses that something has to stop. Something has to give. And they need to move, be moving towards a negotiated settlement of this thing somehow. And because he's not a very nice person, he also leaked this to the press, which, by the way, is a violation of his oath. But that's, that's life. Um, all of the political echelon in, the, in, in Washington seem to be out of touch with reality. As I've always said, beware the liar that believes himself. Miley is totally self-centered, scared because the entire political SON believes the lies that they've been telling. The U.S. political establishment learned, in double quotation marks, from Desert Storm that the military can be used to bully anyone. Well, it can't. The United States lost in Desert Storm, and his son needed to go back in to try again, and they lost again. Washington has never comprehended that their military continues to lose. They don't understand it. The rest of the world does understand it. Russia cannot be bullied. (coughs) Pardon me. China cannot be bullied. Israel and its Abraham partners cannot be bullied. It can't. It won't happen. It's impossible. The result is that the U.S. no longer has military... Hegemony on anything, in any place.
2: Or a deterrent factor. Or
3: any deterrence.
2: Absolutely correct. Mm -hmm.
3: The result is that the U.S. doesn't have military hegemony. It still has economic hegemony. Its only military standing right now is with its allies in Europe, where it doesn't need it. All it has left is economic leverage, and it has no idea how to use it. So it is also withering. Saudi Arabia, for instance, which was the basis of American economic hegemony, has stopped seeing the dollar as its only um, uh, 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 reserve currency for trading in oil. This is a shattering blow to the American economy, and people don't realize how shattering this is going to be.
2: You know, the closer we get to the end of uh, days when the Messiah is going to come, the faster history speeds up, and uh, we're seeing this happen. So much is changing so quickly. And we're trying to give you that information of what exactly is happening when you listen to Israel News Talk Radio. And if you have any comments or questions, feel free to write me, Tamar, T-A-M-A-R, at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Thank you dr mordecai ben Malacham for joining us on the show with all this information
3: thank you for having me and i and i wish to reiterate what you just said if people want to write and, and and ask questions i'm more than happy to uh, attempt to address them
2: very good israel
0: news talk radio straight talk from israel
4: israel news talk radio's chat room just click the orange button at the top of the israel news talk page log in as yourself or an anonymous guest and join in on the fun you'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to israel news talk radio and you can make new friends israel news talk radio's chat room it's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us
1: we love listening to israel news talk radio
2: where can you get the inside news on israel